Welcome to Love, Death, and Everything in Between. This is a podcast where I like to keep it real. Sometimes we talk about cringy topics, talk about death and life, and all the stuff in between, and making sure that we add some positivity in there where we can. This is today's episode. I hope you enjoy it. Good morning. And welcome to Love, Death, and Everything in Between. I'm your host, Bran. Happy Tuesday to y'all out there. Before I get into this episode, I want to throw out a disclaimer that this is an episode that is not appropriate for kids, just because different topics I talk about and different things I reference. So that is your warning (laughs) or your disclaimer for the beginning. This, this episode, I, I put a lot of thought, I mean, I I put a lot of thought into all of my episodes, but this one, I feel like I put even more into, and I don't, I don't necessarily know like what sparked it because I know I've talked about this in other episodes with things, but I feel really compelled to talk about this and to kind of go into depth. And I feel like, you know, a lot of the other episodes that I've done, especially in this like first year, you know, I, as I'm, you know, evolving and, you know, figuring out different things about myself and working through things, you know, different things with me are going to have different fine tuning, which I feel like that's with everyone. And, you know, a lot of those other topics that I talked about in that first year, you know, they were just kind of, you know, just bringing up different things, but with (sighs) this new year, I'm, I'm wanting to be really, really intentional with what I'm doing because it's really important to me. And I just, this topic, it's something that I, I think I always think about and it's something that I always reference at my house and you can ask you know, the boys or Lowell, like this is something that, you know, we talk about pretty regularly, you know, um, words matter. Once you, once you decide to say something, you, you can't take it back. You know, it's, it's so funny because we carelessly throw around words like, It doesn't matter that, you know, you can say them just for fun and whether it's a joking thing or whether you're being serious, you know, you're upset. We, we use words so carelessly towards others, towards ourselves in preparing for this episode and thinking about things, I, I sat and thought about, you know, the different words that have been said to me throughout my life. And as a person who has struggled with self-esteem and all that for so long, you know, I, I have my own dialogue in my brain that I'm fighting back on a regular basis that I have 
for so long. You know, sometimes at different periods of my life, like I've totally given it a name. And that was like when I was in treatment for my eating disorder, I totally called it Ed. Ed says all these things. And now <laughs> I think I'm at this spot where I'm like, it's just me. And I think that's, that's hard sometimes to realize that, you know, I'm, I'm the one that's saying these mean things to myself. And I don't need to. None of us do, you know. But I was like sitting there thinking about that, you know. The different words that we say to ourselves. A lot of times they aren't good. And our, our brain doesn't know. You can look at all the research and studies behind this, which is wildly fascinating too. You start, you know, looking at like what, how the brain interprets things. And that's again, why we always say your words matter. That, that whole saying right now, that's like a, whenever anyone thinks something's really funny. And I know I've talked about this before, but when people are like, oh, dead. And I'm like, no, <laughs> don't say that. Like, think about what you're saying. Your 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 body and your brain's like dead. We're dead. This is weird, you know. But your body and your brain don't know. They just believe things. So, we're saying things to ourselves that are not awesome, you know. And we all we all have those little like inner dialogue that goes off that you're like, oh, cool. Like I messed that up, you know, but then I think this is where it kind of ties into like the people you're around, you know, how you're acting, the words that we're choosing to use when we're talking to people, the words people choose to use to talk to you or about you. I made a list like just off the top of my head while I had I made myself some tea and I'm like which reminds me I'm gonna take a little drink <laughs> while my tea was just seeping I just got a pad of paper and I just started writing down some things like different things that have been said to me over the entire time of my life just like off the top of my brain, you know? And I know I had stuff that was said to me, like, when I was younger, like, elementary school, that I don't necessarily remember now. But if you would have asked me probably, you know, 15, 20 years ago, I probably would have remembered, but I don't remember now. Um, I'm, like, looking down at this list, and it's it's hard. It's hard, you know seeing that and I think that's a lot of times you know when when we are like wrapped up in the heat of a moment it's so important that we you know slow down take a deep breath <laughs> you know understand that your emotions are driving this thing and you're not going to be able to come back from it because sometimes you say things and you can't take them back This list that I have is a list of just like, like I said, 
random things that came into my my brain since like forever. So here we go. Um, I talk shit on people. I'm fake. I'm disgusting. If I wasn't so fat, I'd be pretty cute. I look like Fiona off Shrek. Um, God knew I would be a bad mom. And that's why I couldn't get pregnant. And then I kept losing babies. Um, I'm actually a lot more intelligent than I look. I'm not a trustworthy person. Poster child for birth control. This person wasted their life on me. This is just off the top of my head. I got, I had someone write in my yearbook that I was fucking ugly. Some of these things, like I said, that yearbook thing, that was, I was in high school. I was a, it was the graduating, or not graduating, ending junior year, going into senior year. And I stood up for one of my friends and one of the kids that wasn't, was like not even involved, just kind of like me, basically, like as a friend of the person, he got involved and that's what he did. And I won't ever forget that. And I, there was a whole chain of events that went on after that, but at that time, like flipping through my yearbook and seeing that someone, right? You're fucking ugly. Like I, and that was my, that was my junior year, the year that I, everyone found out about my eating disorder and that I was passing out at work. And I went to treatment and all these things are going on. And like, I'm just trying to make it through and to see that written in my yearbook, like that crushed my, my heart. I almost dropped out my senior year so that I didn't have to be around these people because I ended up having three of my four classes with the person that wrote that. All of these different things that have been said to me. And like I said, this is just off the top of my head. And I always try to, when people say negative things, to not hyper-focus on it. Because, you know, I, I'm in the same boat with things. You know, I, I've not always been as good with my words. I've been careless and... I know I've said things sometimes that have definitely hurt people. And I think when I was younger, I I probably wasn't as tactful with my words. And it would get to a point where I would use them to hurt someone. Because just the way my brain is and how I view people and things and, you know, again, there's good and bad in all of us. You know, I choose to work on the good and focus on that. But, you know, I see those traits in myself that 
aren't awesome and that I don't I don't like about myself and words have words have been easy for me because I think I like words so much so being able to come up with words and articulate them in a way that you know not only sting but just like that kid writing in my yearbook saying that I was fucking ugly that didn't just sting that like that put a hole in my heart I know how to put holes in hearts and I don't I don't like it I haven't done it knowingly I'm gonna say knowingly because I'm sure that I've hurt people and they haven't told me or we haven't talked about it but I know different times when I when I've hurt people and put holes in their heart and I don't I don't like the way it feels you know, and then that puts you in a spot too that you, you have to make it right afterwards. And I've <laughs> I've totally said, like, part of the reason that I work so hard on things is because I don't like apologizing. I don't like having to own my ugly and say sorry. But I will. I'm going to do it when I need to because I'm not perfect. I... I think it was just just this past week that I felt a lot of frustration and I ended up kind of having a heated conversation with Lowell and then the conversation like I just got frustrated and I totally raised my voice and you know he called me on it and at that point I was just like I don't fucking care like I'm angry I'm gonna I'm gonna yell I'm gonna say what I want and that's a dangerous place to be in too you know, at that point, when you're having your emotions run things, and you're just flying, just words are flying out, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy when, you know, especially those times happen. But I think, again, coming back to how you're going to handle it after you use the wrong words. None of us are perfect. We're all, we're all going to mess up. We're all going to say the wrong thing. We're going to make poor choices. We're going to not use the right words. But it's how, again, how we, how we're going to respond to it when it's all done. I think the more that we get into a habit of being mindful of our words and realizing that they're this huge tool that we have. You know, it, it becomes a lot more essentially just like second nature to just not have too many situations coming up where you're using words that you're going to have to own your ugly afterwards and be like, well, messed up, didn't I? <laughs> you know, which is, is so crappy. It's just this crappy feeling when you respond just like with words. Because those, those words, they matter. Just the, uh, just the other day, well, I guess it wasn't the other day, it was probably a couple weeks ago. Koi was getting really sassy. It was like towards, and again, I'm just giving you a, I'm giving you a scenario. I'm not making any excuses because I don't agree with what I did and I'll explain that. <laughs> um, Koi was being sassy 
And not like necessarily talking back, but he kind of was just like, well, why? Blah, 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 blah. And finally, I was like, shut up. Just listen. You know, and I like go off. And even by the end of that, I was like, I'm really sorry. I should not have talked to you that way. I should not have told you to shut up. And he was like, that wasn't nice. I, I did not like that. And I'm like, no, I didn't like it either. That wasn't okay. And I want to say it was like probably like a couple days later that, you know, we talked about it again. Because I was like, and I, and I even thought about it multiple times afterwards. You know, I just, that just barely popped in my brain just right now. You know, I'm not perfect. I'm definitely, I think I've realized in me being so intentional with my words that I'm, you know, saying to other people, saying to myself, it's making me so mindful of it that I like, I I understand how much of our emotions are controlled by, no, our words are controlled by our emotions. Sorry, (laughs) my dyslexia coming out there. So many times, you know, our emotions are the ones that start to, like, take the wheel. You know, and I think that comes back to, like, hormones, too. You know, your your hormones and your emotions, they start, like, taking over and taking the wheel. And it's just, like, I just imagine, like, this. I don't know if anyone has seen this. And if you have seen this, you'll understand this reference. But the, the thing in my brain was uh, it's from Empire Records. And it's when... Uh, the kid Warren, <laughs> he's pretending he's like sitting on the couch and he's like, no, he grabbed the wheel and he's like, and take that sucker out. That's totally <laughs> what I think about when, you know, we're calm and then your emotions and hormones take over. It's just like this all of a sudden the wheels just like jerked out of your hand and they're just, someone's taken over. I think that's also what's so important about, you know, being aware of things and like feeling yourself like you're, and I know not all the time you can exactly control, you know, your response because things will just happen randomly. And then you're just like, bam, respond, you know, but if you can see yourself start to feel like, okay, what's going on? I'm definitely feeling my emotions getting a little elevated right now in my brain. I'm seriously like saying to myself, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like there's a lot of things that start to go on before you just start to like rattle things off. And I think if we can work on being more present with ourselves, you know, realizing That whatever we're about to say, because in our brains, we're silently saying that, what the fuck to ourselves, it's probably not going to be conducive. And I know, and I totally feel like sometimes, sometimes you got to hurt people a little with the truth. And then that comes back to, you know, being tactful, understanding how to use your words. When I was looking up, you know, stuff about words and how we use them in impactful things, I came off, came across a quote by Nathaniel Hawthorne that I really liked. And so I wrote that down so I could read it to y'all because I was like, this is exactly like 
Words are so powerful. And how we use them can make and break so many things. So here's a quote. Words so innocent and powerless as they are. As standing in a dictionary, how potent for good and evil they become. In the hands of one who knows how to combine them. I totally said that wrong. Like emphasis on different ones. I apologize. <laughs> when uh, when I read sometimes it's hard because all the lines start to like go together a little bit and then I just start to freak out a little bit. <laughs> so sometimes it's hard. So I bear with me on that. But again, words so innocent and powerless as they are, as standing in a dictionary, how potent for good and evil they become in the hands of one who knows how to combine them. That's, that's pretty powerful. You know, understanding how to combine words. You know, we, we need to be combining words in a way that's going to help people. And even, even using words to hurt people a little bit, you know, we need to be tactful with that. When we're creating those little tears to help strengthen something, we need to be really mindful of that. You can't, you can't take words back. Once you put them out there, that's it. And others start to believe them. Ourselves, we start to believe them. You know, there's all this stuff going on. All these responses. It's, it's really heartbreaking to me. I think, I think I see this. I've seen this a lot more, you know, as social media has gotten bigger, as I've gotten older. And, you know, how people say things just randomly to people and I'm totally guilty of it too like I've I've been sassy to just random people with things and then I can sit there and be like well I can justify this but it's like a lot of times in those moments where you don't have to throw out those like ignorant comments like why <laughs> why be part of this crappy narrative and hurting people and hurting yourself you know we we say these things you know when we're upset and frustrated and a lot of times I think people are just using these words because that's what it is they're hurt they're frustrated and that that whole saying hurt people hurt other people yeah, when you hurt, you want to, you want everyone to understand you're hurt. I think that's one thing that's been really interesting about, you know, when losing my dad. Like, um, how, how's the world still going? Like, I feel so much pain in my heart. Like, debilitating pain that I'm like, how in the hell is everyone still functioning and going on when I'm hurting like this? 
And I think that's, that's helped me understand my feelings, understand how much of my emotions is tied into so many things and how I respond to people. And I'm sure that like, I, especially that first year, I'm sure I've, I did not use the best words to myself, to others all the time. And I think it was because I was just grasping at straws to just try and make it through because I was hurting so much. I, I love words. I think that's one thing that I have really loved about Lowell is he loves words too. And so he's always really aware of different words. And a lot of times that's why he, when you're like having conversations with him or like we're, we get into like these heated conversations, like I will, I can just like throw it all out and say a lot of things really fast because that's just my personality and like how I am and, and I'm high strung. Lowell is not like that. And I think that's one of those things that it's kind of helped me understand him too, is because, you know, he's, a, he's so understanding that words are so important and that they do matter so much. So then when he does talk, you know, he, he doesn't want to say this, the wrong thing. He doesn't want to hurt people. He wants things to make sense. And so it takes him a second to like really think of like how he wants to articulate things. And I think that's been a really good thing for me to see, you know, and helping me slow down a little bit and be like even more intentional with my words that I'm saying. I think me understanding how to control more of my emotions with other people has also helped me, you know, talk better to myself and say different things because there's definitely been times throughout my life where it's been a lot easier to focus on all those negative things, you know, that, you know, the reason things are hard, you know, it's just because I'm this like really shitty person, you know? And so then I start to focus on those things and then I sit there and like have to talk myself down and like, well, that was kind of shitty that I did and this and this, but I'm like, but this I'm doing is good. And this is, and then, and then I'm like, it's just this weird comparison we start doing in our brain. We just need to try. Don't expect perfection. Perfection's unrealistic. We can't expect anyone, not even ourselves to be perfect. And I know that's not easy to hear because I'm a perfectionist <laughs> and I want things to be a certain way. And it's, it's really hard to let go of that control. But it's what I've had to do in a lot of ways, giving myself grace and others grace too, with things with their actions and words 
but then understanding that you you have a responsibility after you say or do something, especially when you've used words to cause significant pain. And I understand that you use those words because you are hurting. Two wrongs don't make a right. Being a hurt person and hurting someone else, that's not right. And it's just, it's sad. We don't need that. Life is crazy enough as it is without us adding, adding more ugliness. You know, and being careless with our words to others and to ourselves. And I think the more aware you are of your words and how you're using them, you know, it does help you. Because if you're so mindful of talking to other people and, you know, putting yourself in a spot to use your words to help people grow, it's going to be harder to focus on all those things that... The, like random self-doubt feelings and then when people do say things and it kind of sticks with you you know it's easier to be like okay they were hurting that wasn't okay and then how they handled it after it definitely wasn't okay but that's a reflection on them that's a really big reflection but again once we once we say those words you can't take them back I, like I said, I, I love words so much, but I definitely, I have let a lot of other people's words dictate and make me small for a really long time to make me feel less than or not worthy of things. And it feels kind of cool to be in a spot where I'm like, you know what? I am worthy of this. I'm important. I matter. And that's all there is to it. You know, that's, that's where I need things to be. So that's what I'm doing. But along the way, I'm trying to use words in a way that's going to help. Using words to have uncomfortable conversations. You know, making things just less weird. Well, they don't have to be with words. Words are such a powerful tool. And we need to be using them correctly. Or at least attempting to use them like remotely correctly, you know. Having that tact. So... That's the that's the thought for the week. Words matter. If you have used your words to someone else that wasn't right, make it right. If you have used words to hurt yourself, to put yourself down, make it right. It starts with you. And so many things. 
we have enough people that we interact with all the time that the harder that you are putting like the harder you're working and the effort and energy you're putting into you it shows and it's it's a hell of an example you know so i love y'all thanks for listening remember be the change you want to see in the world and i will see y'all next time